What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void. Four podcasts. That's right. It's episode 197, and today is a special episode because it's our four-year anniversary. That's right. Four years of fucking (laughs) a lot of work. Yeah, man. I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of work. I've met a lot of really awesome people. You've had a lot of co-hosts. Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. People are busy. You know what I, I mean? Know, I know. <laughs> uh, we've had a lot of fun, man. Like, and no matter who's been on the show, like, we've all had fun. Everybody that's been on right. the show, we've always had fun. It so. mixes it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been, I'm really proud that we've made it to four years. Mm-hmm. I don't think most podcasts even make it a year. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I mean, <laughs> I've had like three podcasts and it's a lot of work. I've inspired a lot of people to start podcasts, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> That didn't stay in podcasting. (laughs) I don't know why, because like our podcast, I feel like our podcast has done really well. We've found like a really good group of people, right? but we haven't like hit any kind of mainstream effort, which is fine. Like, I don't mind as long as we got like, because like if you you think about like going into groups and stuff like that, Uh when there's too many people, there's like too many problems. Exactly. (laughs) So it's kind of nice that we have a really nice group of uh, listeners listeners and and stuff, some that like to be vocal, some that do not, some that just listen every time. Like every week, I always find out someone new that's listening and I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. So it's that's nice. Yeah, I was like, you listen? They're like, yeah, every week. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why didn't you tell me this shit? I'm fucking cutting my wrists over here. <laughs> Thinking I'm doing a terrible job. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not looking for compliments, okay? (laughs) But they're nice. Compliments are nice. Oh, no, it's great to hear from people that listen because I I feel like a lot of my friends don't even know what I do. Well, it's the reassurance, too, that... Right. Well, and you've picked up, uh, you know, where everybody else left off and you've really come around. Have I? Yes, you have. Like, you used to (laughs) podcast before I did. Like, and then all of a sudden, like, you just stopped. I needed a break. And then I was it's worried. I was like fucking petrified because like like part of the <laughs> we don't even want to get married because we don't want to change anything. Like right. you know we're so like we're happy where we are. And when you started this I didn't want to be like a part of it because right. I it, We didn't want to work. argue. We get we've gotten it's, into arguments. Oh yeah, we've gotten into arguments. You guys there don't was know. Crying. There was crying. <laughs> a few times. I, I beat the shit out of her. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Don't hit He's people. Kidding. Right? <laughs> I've never even laid a hand. I hit him. Yes, no. she has. You have hit me. I have, but you know. You have. It's sex. I tickle her and she fucking slaps my face. 
You want to talk about a well, fucking abuse, people? You should this fucking, one. No, you shouldn't fucking tickle people when they're not expecting it, when they're trying to go to bed. <laughs> I don't know. You deserved it. I don't know. I th- <laughs> Look what you were wearing, Alex. <laughs> wow, what a four-year uh, throw in. Everybody's like, fuck this podcast. <laughs> if you've been here this long, you're probably going to deal with it anyway, but... Uh, if not, you know, you know, we're joking, so, of course. Yeah. So am I staying on when I've been here? I've been on the podcast for like uh, eight months. I think it's about time for you to get into an argument with me and then leave. I know. Can I'm somebody please, can somebody please like, <laughs> just take- to be clear, it has not been like that for everybody. Okay. <laughs> well, we, everybody's had to it, do their own thing. I'm just being silly. Not every I'm time. to clarify everything. Just a few episodes. I'm sure you could tell which episodes. <laughs> There is argument. Everybody, look, anytime you get into a fucking project with somebody, if you think it's all peaches and rainbows and fucking sunshine and lollipops, you're going to be in for a fucking real argument. Exactly. (laughs) Especially if you're stubborn. Right. Alex. Well, it's not even that I'm stubborn. It's not like a narcissist thing. It's just. I know you're you're like a perfectionist. Yes, I am. I try to be too much of a perfectionist. I understand because I live with you, too. So it's like I have to understand. <laughs> what? That just sounds funny. because oh, no, I fucking God, live with I you. I have too. to. I have to fucking deal with it every time, every day. That's why she hits me, guys, so I can snap out of it. I, you know, just because I go to the doctor and say I fell down the stairs doesn't mean anything. It it helps. It helps me. It helps you. Christ. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really appreciate you guys very much. Christina does too. Behind the I scenes, do. you guys I don't do. realize that Christina is also single-handedly holding up my fucking uh <laughs> my mental strength, you know what I mean? <laughs> like she's propping me up like the whole way. She's been nothing but supportive of this podcast from the get. She created Horror Shots. It was her idea. She's she's been a part of it anyway, so it's nice to have her on the show. Oh, well, thanks. And she's like the manager because I'm fucking a disorganized, fucking depressed fucking artist. <laughs> he is. You know, or I think I am anyway. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Art, quote unquote. Uh, but yeah, she's like the one that did it. So, you know, she's the fucking the rock. Oh, thanks. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> well, you're a passionate person. I'm Nicholas you're Cage. Like- you're like fucking Sean Connery. That's, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't own oh. the movie, by the way. So. I automatically think of Indiana Jones. That's a great movie, dude. We it's just so, watched it. We just watched it because of that. Yeah, we watched Indiana Jones The Last Crusade, As and a, I miss Sean Connery. I do, too. But he's old now. He's like in his 80s. Yeah, well, no, he doesn't want to act anymore. He gave up. He's he's retired. Yeah, that's what I'm he's saying. He's old. Like, he wants to spend time with Sean his Connery before he dies. I don't blame him. I'm just saying I miss him. Right. Oh, fuck. Uh, is he still alive? <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible, but <laughs> I don't know with the Mandela effect because somebody. Oh God! I forgot somebody just died, and I was like, "Didn't they die like five years ago?" That would be sad. I would be sad if he if he passed away. And we're and over I, and here I talking don't... shit about right. Him. Okay, so he's born in 1930. So he's wow. He's, he's almost old. he's 90 years old. Wow. That I went to I hope city. I didn't just fuck it up with our coincidences on here, you know what I mean? Like Oh my god, I swear to God. This Alex. better not fucking happen. I swear to you listen to me, podcast god. You may have created this podcast inadvertently oh. through me, but you will not kill Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right, because we were talking about uh, that diabetes guy just passed oh, away. Oh, that's right, yeah. Fucking uh, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, and we just did we just did a movie with him in I it. I feel bad now that I made up jokes about diabetes and stuff like that, but he was always in t- good spirits about that shit, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway. That's true. I don't know. But there's some goals that I've had for this podcast that have come and not come and things that I've done. But uh, you guys are the best. And I really do appreciate you guys sharing, telling your friends and like finding other awesome people like yourselves that listen and enjoy the show. And recommending it. Right. Like that shit really goes like you have no idea how much that fucking helps. It's not that I need to be the biggest show on earth. But, you know, I would like at some point that if I could make a little bit of money just to get by on uh to do this or youtube or whatever all of it i was just gonna say subscribe to the youtube too oh yeah that too even though i probably won't get fucking partnered again because they won't tell me why i can't be partnered they're just like yeah it's it's reused content it doesn't matter as long you just need to get more subscribers you get more views oh yeah i don't mind either way i'm gonna do it anyway but i would like it'd be nice if they fucking (laughs) put me back in of the partnership but you program o- you always have some sort of obstacle because before this right. it was like itunes itunes wouldn't let me on there they because fucking some fucking dumbass fucking radio show that start- isn't even around anymore that isn't even around anymore and also the great plot podcast uh our buddies over there one of them sent me um uh <laughs> a new board game coming out called beyond the veil which is what our original are you ser- name are you fucking serious? i was like yeah good luck with that because i i bet you that <laughs> That guy, the guys over at the other show or the the radio show that aren't doing anything with it anymore are probably going to be so angry nothing happened with it that they're going to go after those guys. I hope they do. <laughs> no, I hope they don't. Fuck that shit. I hope Beyond the Veils becomes, well, they, I don't know, you know? Well, yeah, anyway. Anyway, I shouldn't have been so specific there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Chris, <laughs> and your fucking asshole, fake-ass manager who was yourself. I'm letting it all out now. Four years I had to deal with your bullshit. <laughs> Please don't send hate to anybody, okay? Please. I'm just teasing. It's a radio show. You're teasing. It's a radio, radio program. About UFOs. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. I'm trying to live this moment up because I was having a shit morning this morning. And and then I realized it was the fourth year. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's four years. And then I was like, okay, I started getting in a better mood thinking about all the things, you know, looking at all the old pictures of like, you know, Brittany, Mike Saga, like fucking Patrick, you know, Patrick and Mike and all these dumb fucking videos that we made. And, and all the people you interviewed. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people we interviewed. Yeah. I haven't done an interview in a long time, guys. And I hope you don't aren't mad about that. I've just been... I don't know, kind of gliding with these movies because I've been really enjoying watching movies and talking about them. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I plan to do some more interviews in the future. So I already talked to someone today about it and I have oh, one in my back pocket that I just need to hit up. <laughs> and you need to do another grave plots. It's a lot of stress when you do those interviews for me, like mentally, like I'm, I'm feel comfortable when I'm in it. It's kind of right. like when you're like, if you're in a band and you hit the stage, as soon as you're on there, as soon as you fall fucking say the first word like as a singer at least from my perspective as soon as you say the first word 
it's over. All the stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, all that shit's gone. And you're just like, it's either make it or break it. You do it. Right. <laughs> that part's fine. But when I'm anticipating what questions to ask and researching and practically stalking a person to figure out some good questions to ask, <laughs> I, it is a little stressful sometimes. Right. But, you know, you deal with it. You, you do, do what good, you want. I think you do a good job. You do well, a good job. I appreciate that. But that's not what I was looking for. <laughs> I was what I was getting at is, is that I just think of people as just people right so like exactly that's why you have good conversation right but then they also say don't meet your heroes because then they'll be assholes and that has happened a couple of times that has happened and i fucking hate that that's like that's like someone kicking your fucking puppy you know and just like fucking clipping it down the hallway and it dead right like you're just like what the fuck just happened (laughs) <laughs> I won't name names, but I swear to God, you ruined my childhood. <laughs> you shit on my dreams. Just kidding. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you again. I'm going to stop talking about the podcast. Oh, thank God. I just thought, uh, you know, I'd share a little bit about the shit behind the scenes with Christina and and thank all of you who have been a part of the podcast, whether it's writing for the, the, the website um, or guesting or listening or just commenting on the podcast mm-hmm. you know hosting whatever you are i have no hatred towards anybody that's ever been a part of this it meant a lot to me that anybody has want to been a part of this whole fucking thing so thank all of you thank you and with that said we finally get to finish up the <laughs> Amba deville horror oh yeah <laughs> so the movies this week by the way we're gonna be talking about the last two movies it's not necessarily of the franchise but of the actual franchise technically because somewhere around 2015 or 2012 somewhere in there between those years they like just sold off the rights and i don't know what happened i know harvey weinstein and mm-hmm. bob weinstein bought the rights to do the remake and that was in 2007 right you mean the woman abusers i don't know but i mean maybe that has something to do with it but but they sold off whoever it is sold off the rights to i don't know what it was i guess but now you see all these like anybody can use the amityville horror title or amityville this or amityville that i'm fine with that i'm fine it's like amityville box amityville shoe sole or you know amityville shoelace i mean it is a real town i'm just saying like there's a lot of movies out there and i've tried to watch some of the trailers and some of them you know they're very low budget but you know some of them look really bad all of them are low. All of them. Well, yeah, but you know, all this this them. is an, a, another layer of cheese that has not been discovered by many. <laughs> like, this is like, you need some scuba gear to get in there, like some toxic outfit in the deep and the depths of the sea of cheese. Is this why you torture me? Um, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I just love 80s and I want to watch 80s movies with people and just enjoy the shittiness of them for the most part and enjoy laughing at them with them. And there's just a thing about it. I don't know. And uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Appreciate you going. I'm through. just glad it's over. I'm just glad. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to be watching today. We're going to be watching Amityville Dollhouse. From 1996. And Amityville The Awakening from 
2017. Holy shit, That's what a, a gap. gap. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a 10, 11 year gap. That's some fucking, yeah. Same. Well, especially in the 90s, it was like every year. Yeah. They, they came out with a movie like every year. Almost. Right. They were like, okay, we got to give up on this shit. You know, well, 2007, if you think about it. So it's 10 years. Yeah. Oh, but oh, that's there's a long story about the awakening that we don't that that is it had some troubles coming out. We'll talk about that later. But OK, just for wait. now, that's what you know we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Can you stop talking over me, Christina? Appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry. Four fucking years. <laughs> Not four. four fucking years. I've only been here for like eight months. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Anyway, guys, I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots. All right, guys. So we decided to pick. We had actually two. We'll share what the other one was going to be called after we. Well, should we just say it at the beginning? Yeah. We were going to do a shot for the first movie, The Dollhouse The Dollhouse movie. movie called A Murder Hornet, <laughs> because there was a murder hornet yeah, in like, it. Yeah, like, literally, it was a fucking, mur- it was huge. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, right? and then uh, we watched the new movie, and uh, there's a shotgun in the movie, and, uh, and people we- get shot in the chest a lot, you know. Right. So I thought, oh, well, I got those shotgun shell <laughs> fucking shot glasses, which are so tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> So we decided that we're going to be calling them. <laughs> what are we calling it, Alex? I don't remember now because we had like five it's, different names. It's the Amityville Party Poppers. Potty, potty, party poppers. It might taste like potty. It, I don't know. I don't know. It smells like So poppers. yeah, this is an Amityville Party Popper, which uh, you can use your mind when we're using shotgun shells. Party Popper. Well, there's a pitcher. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to taste good because it's got mango in it. Anytime you put mango in anything, for the most part, it mm-hmm. covers the taste of alcohol for the most part, depending on how much you put in. But I've done a lot of fucking grain alcohol and like jungle juice parties and mango has always been the best juice to cover up any alcohol. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know why. Big tip for you guys out there who are big alcoholics. (laughs) 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 Fuck AA. Let's get the party started. Uh, No, I'm kidding. Please don't drink. (laughs) Uh, Don't drink and drive. Yeah, especially. Jesus Um, Christ. So check it out. So what's in the Amityville Party Popper. What is in the Amityville Party Popper? Well, basically, you're going to use a shotgun shell if you can find one. Uh, on not a real one, just like a, a shot glass. I think they're like 10 bucks for a set of five four. or four. four. Yeah. yeah, on Amazon. I wish I had a link. It was pretty cheap. Maybe we'll put one up afterwards. But anyway, you're going to do one third gin, one third tequila, and one third vodka in one shot glass. Then in a bigger cup, like a mixer or whatever you want to do, you can, I would I would highly recommend using ice if you can pour that shot into uh, the the mixer and then in another shot, pour in a full ounce or a shot glass worth of bango juice. Uh, we got ours at Costco or something like Hell that a while yeah. ago. And Hell I, yeah, we I was got like, we Costco. could use it for shots and then drink it later. So here we're doing it now. Um, so and you mix it up, you pour the two shots out. You should have just enough for both. So. Cheers to the end of the goddamn franchise for now. Yeah, please. I never want to watch a... Another Amityville again? Right. Except maybe that Amityville Island. All right. Are we going to go in each other's rooms and do a shot for each room? Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's how you really do an Amityville party popper is you go to every room and do a shot for every room in the house. Here, ready? Big See what I mean? Oh my god, you can't even taste alcohol. I told you, I can't even taste it. Oh wait, now I can. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you can taste it, but it's nowhere near as bad as you would think. So you want it cold? That's why. Yeah. We didn't. Oh. Do, we didn't do it cold. Oh. Anyway, guys, if you would like to try an Amityville party popper, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for Horror Shots. All right, guys, now it's time to jump into our flesh and potatoes of Amityville Dollhouse from 1996 and Amityville, The Awakening from 2017. Right now. All right, so I'm going to kick it off this time oh, for the first time. We're mixing it up because we're getting too formulaic. We are. Uh, so I did the research on Amityville Dollhouse from 1996. Oops. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> you just shut it down. <laughs> ah, I forgot to do the what the story's about. Uh, huh. Shut up. <laughs> a children's dollhouse, which is a miniature of the infamous haunted Long Island house, is given to a young girl where the demonic evil soon comes out to cause more terror. There's a whore in the house. Oh, my God. Uh, This movie is directed by Steve White, who is mostly a producer. This is his only director credit. He's produced a lot of films, including The Devil's Advocate, Amityville, New Generation, It's About Time, Evil Escapes. So this is the fourth one in his quadrilogy, he would call it. Quadrilogy. This is uh, his series, technically, he feels. He also did Death of a Cheerleader and many more. Some of the cast is Robin Thomas, who plays Bill the Dad. He got his start in As the World Turns. That's where he blew up. And uh, he was also the principal in Summer School. Clockstoppers movie, Queers Folk. He did a bit part in Pacific Rim, Zoo TV show, Delirium, and more. Zoo TV? The one your dad likes, yeah. I like that. Also, there is Star Andreef, who plays Claire, the mom. She also got her start in soaps with General Hospital. She was in Skullduggery, Ghoulies 2, Out of the Dark, The Terror Within, Sinjinor, which I need to see again. I have it on VHS. Scanner Cop, which I also really like. I wish they would do a DVD or Blu-ray of that. She was also in Vampire Journals and more. Vampire Journals, you mean the the knockoff of Vampire Diaries? <laughs> I don't know. It's called Vampire Journals. Anyway, sorry. Alan Cutler, to- who plays Todd the Sun, he was in Charmed for a couple of episodes, The Sculptress, a.k.a. The Demon Within, and the TV show Justified. It also stars Rachel Duncan, who plays Jessica, the little daughter. She was in Stiltskin and What Women Want. Also stars Jared Lennon, who plays Jimmy, the son. He was in Servants of Twilight, Highway to Hell, The Surgeon, Freaks and Geeks, and also Hey Arnold. Oh, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. He was in the show, like, a lot, actually. Yeah, that was a good show. Uh, It also stars Clayton Murray, who plays Jimmy's dead dad. (laughs) He was in a single episode here and there of The Burning Zone, Picket Fences, and a TV 
movie called Perfect Prey, but nothing more. Which is sad because I think he could have been a good character actor, actually. Also stars Frank Ross, who plays Uncle Tobias, better known for his roles in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. You might know him as Ira. And he was the pest guy in the Breaking Bad series, and they brought him back in. Oh, that's where he was from. Yeah, he's a badass. He's a badass psychic in this movie. (laughs) He was in a couple of episodes of Buffy, Deadwood, and Heroes as well. It also stars Lenore Kasdorf, who is Aunt Marla. She was the mom of Rico in Starship Troopers. She was in Cellular, Missing in Action, a couple episodes of Knight Rider, Murder, She Wrote. She had four episodes. Murder, She Wrote. By the way, I think every single person in this cast has had a role in... Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) Whatever the fucking music is. I'm Angela Lansbury. Yes, I'm going to solve a horrendous murder. (laughs) Why is her head separated, Laura? Bjorkas, Bjorkas. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, also stars, and last but not least, Lisa Robin Kelly, who plays Dana, Todd's girlfriend. She played Laurie Foreman on that 70s show and Days of Our Lives for like 26 episodes. So a lot of soap opera actors. Foreman, was that the sister? I don't remember. I, don't I just remember. know that she was on it. Okay. All right. Uh, some of the special effects are done by Roy Nymrum. He did uh, special effects in The Abyss, Darkman, Tremors, Slug, Circuitry Man 2, Mirror, Mirror 2, Children of the Corn, The Gathering, Children of the Corn 666, <laughs> Uncle Sam, Night of the Demons 3, Death House, and plenty more. He actually even directed a few movies, too, like Demons at the Door, Night Skies, Cemetery Gates. And I think he's a Juggalo fan because his first credit, his very first credit is a bootleg um, cl- insane clown posse in la and he also did uh twisted music videos as well a couple of them two or three twisted isn't twisted twisted was the first band that uh icp actually picked up to put on their their label and like rep them and okay yeah and they've been huge you know they actually just started a new project i think with someone from static x so he was a guitarist for static x or maybe it wasn't static x i think it might have been slipknot oh okay it was is either static x or slipknot one of the guitarists from one of them or something like that was going to work with twisted Uh uh-huh uh i think the guitarist i almost worked on that project actually believe it or not yeah me and mike jenny almost did oh because okay. they were going to mix metal with rap. Oh. And they're doing it now, which is oh, so weird. That's funny. I know, isn't You're it such really? such a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they offered. They were like, hey, this guy's going to be doing stuff. And I was like, fuck it, man. I, that's kind of interesting. I might want to be a part of that. So mm-hmm. right. we almost did it, but we decided not to. Anyway, this movie was a million dollar budget, but it went over. So the director said that he never got paid. He's a, <laughs> He pretty much worked for free, which, you know, he's a producer. He knows right, how it goes. Right. You know, he just basically wanted to direct a film before he died. So that's why he did oh, it. Oh, well, so. that's nice. A million dollars isn't that much. Well, it was over a million. So I'm sure it was probably like a million and a half or less. Oh. So, but oh. Christina, what did you think of this fine film? I thought this dollhouse film was me me thought this movie might bring me back around to liking the Amityville movies but Mm -hmm. nope 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 but this wasn't so bad it's good film yeah um I laughed a lot but it was pretty painful to watch 
Yeah, there's it's, it's a little dry. And then it is. Um, the story again, like I just I hate like the routes they take. You know, the dad finds the fucking fucking dollhouse in the shed, and I think they're in California again. It's it's. It's just ridiculous. It was like somebody who lived there before them was like obsessing on the Amneville house and they never like mentioned why the dollhouse was there and that bothered me. <sighs> like bothered it matters. Me like- well, I know, I know. But I just wanted to but me, I like I like the story. I want to hear about like this crazy old man who was obsessed like Sometimes why? when they get too detailed though, like it gets really bad, just like in the newer movie that we watch after this. But right, anyway. right. Anyway, I know it's it's hard. I understand it's like hard to but overall i mean it was just like it was just okay the demons they they actually showed demons in this and i don't know i just kind of like they were cool but it's just like they didn't fit right it's like they were like obligatory they were they reminded me like the dark crystal characters (laughs) do you know what i mean actually i'll tell you what i think about what they are later on but yeah but other than that, and I kind of don't want to mention this because it sounds stupid, but I'm going to. There's a couple of scenes, and it kind of reminds me of Hereditary. Which are what? Re- Wait, hold on. Hereditary is like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, like what? But it just, I was sitting there thinking, and it was like with the the dollhouse thing, and they had little voodoo dolls, and it was like her sculpting. Oh, okay, I see. But yeah, but that's not. That's... that's- and no, listen to me for a second. And there was somebody who got set on fire, and I, I was like, from a fireplace, and I was uh, like, oh, okay. I was like, and then because it connected in my head, I was like, so you're what saying hereditary? Dare, he the, ripped off this movie? <laughs> yes, yes. All and right, then, continue like, on. The tension in the family. Okay, and I, but I absolutely hated how. Um, they kept mentioning they were a blended family. Yeah. That was annoying. It was like, we got it the first time. She's obviously not the father, or she's the father. Obviously, she's not the father. Yeah. Obviously, she's not the mother of well, these Well, it depends, kids. I guess. Like, <laughs> not going to go there. Right. But anyway, yeah. as a so bad it's good, I would give it like a four out of time. Okay. All right. That's fair. I'll never watch this again. How about you? Well, I mean, this this isn't a good movie by any standards, really. <laughs> it's I do appreciate that it sort of swings for the fence in some areas, though, and it's it's close to a so bad it's good, but not exactly. Well, like it's not for you. It is no, it's definitely so bad it's good, uh, but it's also kind of dry. It's a little too right. dry right. Uh, for me. But there are some pretty cool things that they do in it that make it so bad it's good. So it's like a balance of the two. So I don't even know where to, where my you know scoring really lies exactly. I'm still trying to think about it. Like, but it's it's got bad acting. That's totally '90s, bro. <laughs> and it does things that are bizarre, but in the same coin, unique on the other side of the coin. So it's weird while not being unique at all in the story. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, a family is turned upside down. Check. Weird sort of taboo wanting to fuck family members. Check. (laughs) Hey, we don't all get along. Check. Psychics who nose around. Check. Oh, that's right. Silly demonic happenings. Check. Check. So it's, you know, it's not that original, but they handle it. And where they choose to take the story in some parts kind of is original. Mm -hmm. 
There, I don't know. There's just a lot of shit going on in this movie, and one thing after another just keeps shooting at you like a fucking Uzi spraying the viewer <laughs> without any deaths. <laughs> so many things that either look terrible, make you laugh, or just make no goddamn sense, but I still, again, have to appreciate it for trying. Right. Like, I, at least they were ambitious. Like, that's all I give a fuck about. They were ambitious enough to try to put things in a movie that you wouldn't see, but also being kind of tropey. Okay. Like some of the weird scenes that they did in it, there was some weird shit. Like you don't normally see demons in a fucking movie, period. Well. (laughs) I think what I guess I'm trying to say is it was a little too creatively ambitious for its bridges. Okay. Does that make sense? sense? Like they didn't have enough money to really pull it off. It was ambitious uh, in some regards. Like if they would have had twice or three times the budget, it might have actually looked okay, but they made it work. And I'll tell you something that they were going to use at the end of the movie instead of what you got. Ooh, let me know. I'll tell you later. That'll be for the extras. Um, But usually any of that stuff where they like barely get by, highly ambitious, poorly acted, 90s acting even with like effects, like crazy dumb effects and stuff is disastrous fun for me as a viewer. And while this movie is kind of lame, it goes where you typically figure it will in that sense. It also is low. It's like I said, low on death and high on the what the fuck factor. At times, I feel like it's intentionally trying to be funny. It's even got a, it got a, like a house sort of vibe with it for a little bit there. Like house or gate. Mm-hmm. I, I got two like weird distinct moments with the dad in there oh where, where he was acting like crazy and like being funny. Oh my God. I haven't seen those. House or. I haven't seen them. The gate. Right. Oh, wow. I need to ruin you with that. Anyway, their dad in this movie is zany and he's like sitting, he's like spitting out one liners that are like really silly and kind of funny, actually. It's like stuff that you would like laugh at, but also shake your head at. (laughs) Uh, But it works. I thought he was actually pretty bright spot in the movie, honestly. Uh It was totally out of place (laughs) for the whole movie. Uh And like his role was way different than the tone of the entire film. Right. But I don't know if I can consider it just like as big movie like that you're hoping for. So I would probably give it like a five or a four point five maybe on the on the as big scale. Probably four point five is more accurate. Right. Um, it just depends on what you like in one. It's not exactly funny throughout the movie. It's it's just schlock and completely off the fucking rails. And uh, like she mentioned, has full on fucking weird looking demons walking around. So you got that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just tough for me. I don't think I hate this film and I might pop it on once in a while just outside the franchise even. So, I mean, that's saying something. But mm. it has some ideas I can appreciate, even if they seem stupid sometimes. But right. Yeah. Okay. So you said what? Four. Four. Four point five. So four point two five on the S big scale for us. You're using the S big scale now. I guess. Well, well, well. Well, if this was just regular movie, it'd be like two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. It's a two. I don't know. Maybe two point five. We had fun. We had fun watching this though. Yeah. I mean, it was it was not the worst in the franchise. Let's let's be honest. Not the worst. And we will be going over what our top best to worst is. 
uh, by the end of this episode. So we'll fill you in when that is in the timestamps down below. Stick around. So stick around. You can you can speed ahead to see that if you want. And also, speaking of timestamps, we are going to get into our trivia and spoilers now. So if you don't want anything spoiled and you want to check this movie out, it's going to be really hard, guys. This is a very rare movie. Even the DVD is still going for $129, even though they sell the entire box set at Vinegar Syndrome's. <laughs> with it in it you know for 60 so i don't know there's people who have paid 150 dollars for the fucking laser disc still and i mean that's different yeah there was a laser disc you can get the entire collection of uh amityville all the way up to that movie on laser disc oh i used to have a lot of laser discs and i used to collect them as well i even had the evil dead blueprint i remember oh man i got rid of it too and i'm so mad man You had to. I had to, yeah. It was food and rent or homelessness, so I chose uh, (laughs) (laughs) non-homeless. Anyway, but yeah, it's going to be hard to find online, guys. Uh, You can't really even rent it or anything like that, but uh, hopefully it'll be popping up on, like, Shudder soon. I I think it's a good sign that they have the evil escapes on there, so maybe they'll Mm -hmm. put the other ones on there as well. Vinegar Syndrome is uh, a place that you can pick it up for, like I said, 60 bucks. So if you want to get the box set and you want to check it out, otherwise you can hear what we're about to tell you about it right fucking now. So here's your warning. All right. So the movie starts off with a father named Bill and his kid, Todd, and their, and his daughter, not Todd's daughter, but the father's daughter, Jessica, move into a new house that he spent 10 months making with his new wife, Claire, who is not related to his children. And her son, Jiminy. Jiminy Cricket. I'm just kidding. No, Jimmy. <laughs> I can't speak. But his his own son and her son are little pricks to each other about uh, the house and everything. They're just a bunch of dicks right off the bat. Bagged dicks. Uh, the original mom isn't really around uh, or in their lives either. So it's like you don't really know anything about that. Why is my mom called? Yeah, he's like 27. Like, yeah, dude, like, why is my mom not called? Why won't she talk to me? Why doesn't she love me? Because your mom's in meth, bro. <laughs> Maybe mom- it's because you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Um, but there's an old shed on the property that apparently dad didn't decide to open up in the 10 months he was putting the fucking house together. I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me no at all. Sense. You could look at that every single day and not wonder what's inside of it for 10 months. Well, not just that. Why are you building a house that's for 10 months and then there's a shed there? Like, where did the shed come from? Well, the shed was from a previous house that got burned to the fucking ground. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Could it have been the dollhouse? Yeah, no, 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 no. Anyway. It was it wasn't that. It was like some house that got burned down, remember? No. They talk about it in the movie like two times. Oh, okay. Because when they go I've into the shed, the, the the daughter or the uh, Todd and the his girlfriend go in there to go fuck at one mm-hmm. point in time. Mm-hmm. And he, she sees the pictures on the wall of this house that got burned down on the same property. Oh, I thought it was Amityville. And that was the shed that was left. But how else okay. are you supposed to get the fucking dollhouse if you don't have some piece left? You're right. But I don't know why he wouldn't just... I don't know. I don't know. They don't really... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I I would have immediately seen that shed and gone, well, hmm, wonder if there's something, you know, odd in it or something, you know, like like a demon Amityville dollhouse or something. (laughs) Like, of course, he brings it in to the house. 
the father does. And then there was a really funny line between him and his his new wife. She was like, just remember, Mr. Sensitive, I didn't marry you because of hope. I married you because you had a sweet ass. I don't even know what's going on. It was on. not delivered well at all. No, not at all. <laughs> but the cool thing about this fucking uh, particular Amityville movie is that the dollhouse, anything that happens inside the dollhouse, now that the house, be- because this little dollhouse is inside of the house now, it becomes part of the house. Uh-huh. The real house. The real house. Right. Which is weird because the it's not set up the same. No, but it has some issue, you know, like there was chimney coming out of the smokestack in the on the dollhouse so then there was chimney smoke coming out of the regular house that they had because they did have a chimney a fireplace and then like there was this weird scene they wake up in the middle of the night sweating and shit and the dad goes downstairs and sees his daughter behind it and wakes up on the couch from a fever dream right like and then it started getting hot in there getting yeah. hot in here it's weird i don't know the dollhouse makes like the truck in the gar and the garage run over the new bike that they're getting for jessica for a birthday it, yeah as in, in in hopes that they'll use the dollhouse as a gift he's like well i guess yeah. we got this old thing do you think she'll like it and she loves it oh it's the best thing ever yeah. i need it in my room yeah here you go here's a demonic fucking dollhouse and you don't the, mind and that and during the birthday party because then it was her birthday party and her aunt and uncle show up on a motorcycle and they're the psychic medium spiritual yeah. people and so they could feel the evil yeah but from not this dollhouse yeah it's like they become like only when uh they show up they never really feel it they just like oh i just sense something oh yes they but then later on they become like wise powerful psychics that are like battle psychics <laughs> you know what i mean like fucking uncle fucking tobias is like a fucking <laughs> like a demon hunter or some shit at the end <laughs> well don't they don't they show them that like they own like a witchcraft bookstore or something i guess yeah they like yeah there's a weird that was just a weird addition she's like into herbal crystals and shit like that um the older kid todd puts a fake spider in the pinata and the fucking dollhouse makes it turn into a real one so that when jimmy is smacking the pinata he's like hoping to scare him but it ends up being a real tarantula on his head and then he's like you did it on purpose you little bastard (laughs) and everybody hates todd now he's like i put it in there yeah but i put in a fake spider not a real one and nobody believes of course not so then Jessica was Because fuck you, Todd. <laughs> fuck you, Todd. <laughs> fucking asshole. No wonder your mom doesn't fucking talk to you. <laughs> yeah. But Jessica was sick now. She's getting sick. Yeah, from the dollhouse. Mm. At her party, even. As early right. as her party. Like, since she opened Yeah, because she breathed dollhouse. in some smoke, remember? Oh, from the chimney. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm dying. I have corona. <laughs> Oh my God, Christina! Oh, I get anybody who coughs. Oh, fucking bitch, got corona. Get the fuck away from me! But the dollhouse forces open the window of the house, and Jessica is like, "How did you do that?" (laughs) Which apparently blows dust in the house. I don't know why. While Jimmy's mouse escapes and runs into the dollhouse under a bed, and like suddenly a giant mouse appears under the bed, Jessica's bed. (laughs) Yeah, like in real life, like in her house and you see like it's not a rat they even said it's a mouse and it looks like a rat's tail it looks like a rat tail I like it's just like moving the bed up and down it's like so fucking giant and it's got Jessica's yelling she's like ah 
Yeah, and Todd sees it, and he's like, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? And he looks under the bed, and he sees the red eyes, and all of a sudden, I don't know, he backs up and knocks over the fucking uh, dollhouse, killing the mouse inside of it. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy's pissed. So, yeah, Jimmy thinks he's out to fucking get him because he already scared him with the spider and all this other shit. So they're building up this, you know, M.O. for why everybody would fucking torment each other, you know, Mm -hmm. for on everybody. Yeah, and, and, like, Jimmy's, like, obscenely upset about it. Mm-hmm. And so Bill the dad goes to talk to him, and he's like, I don't want any part of you. I You just did this. You hate me, and <laughs> shit like that. So when he shuts the door, though, there was this scene where Jimmy's dad is appearing behind the door, mm-hmm. and he looks dead Kinda as fuck. Cool. You know what? He kind of reminded me of the guy from Pet Cemetery who died in the right. hospital. Right. That reminded me a lot of him. Kind of, yeah. Jimmy's like all happy about it, by the way. He doesn't even seem affected. He's like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, I was, but I'm back for you, you know, like, and Jimmy's all cool with it. Like, oh, cool. Dead dad's in the house. He's like, yeah, but we got to keep the secret between me and you. And then dad's like, maybe you should kill Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Good to see you, son. Maybe you should kill Bill. And it was seriously like that, too. Like how he said it. Oh, now I'm thinking of Kill Bill, the movie. Anyway. Yeah, he's like, Bill's been treating me really poorly. He's like, well, maybe you should you kill should Bill. Just kill him. <laughs> so like the kid has anything to him to make right. him want to do that. So then they cut to uh, uh, Bill having sex with his wife or whatever oh yeah <laughs> and then his wife saw the picture on the nightstand of, of todd. todd yeah and it, her it stepson. was funny because the picture kept changing he was like shirtless and it kept like getting closer Him smiling and, and kind of yeah. like yeah doing all sexy smiles and shit yeah and her all like hot and heavy it it was ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, of course they had to have some sort of like, you know, sibling fucking. Ancestral. You know, what do they call it? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, well, I mean, she was the stepmom. But yeah, still. I know. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Taboo shit. Yeah, bullshit, you know? yeah. But the evil wanted her to have sex with Todd. Right. And so yeah. we were like hoping that they would fuck at some point in time. We seemed like it would be pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Todd's girlfriend comes over at night for a little smoking, doping and drinking and fucking <laughs> out in the old shed yeah <laughs> couldn't think of a cleaner place to fucking go than a 30 year old abandoned shed it makes me think that i wish that shed would have turned into like the shed right you know? but you know what when them? you're a kid if you think about it and you're horny you'll do it anywhere you don't really care right, you're right. i remember i fucked in a forest once in the middle of the night and a fucking oh. deer came up to us and <laughs> I fucked in a jack in a box. Not me and you, by the way. Sorry. Oh, I know that. I didn't Someone know way better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Thanks, babe. It's just awkward. So I was yeah, trying to make done. it even more awkward. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> There's no one better than you, honey. Oh, thanks. Okay. Okay. That, anyway. I, that's the truth. Moving on. Anyway, before they fuck, they see an article on the wall of some house burnt down on this lot. And she's like, your dad built this house on a burned down house? And he's like, I don't know. And then he pulls, she pulls off Todd's shirt off, which he's like, I never liked that shirt much anyway. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I didn't like that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Never liked that shirt much anyway. <laughs> you want to suck my dick? Like, you know, like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's some porno fucking, like, writing almost. Right. 
Um, they're they're on the while they're on the fucking table though. A dead wasp breaks out of its pinned up display case. That's where it was. Taxidermy. Yeah, the taxidermy case, and it starts stinging the shit out of her while Todd tries to squash it, and it doesn't die when he kill. He smashes well, he, it with a yeah. piece of wood, and then it fucking wisps up in the air again. It was like a zombie wasp. Yeah, and he's like freak, freaking out, and then it climbs into his fucking ear like no. Yeah, that was pretty. Ooh. What the fuck? Right. Like that shit. That ooh. That that and like what was it? The fucking the Star Trek movie the like wrath of khan where they fucking had the the weird ear bug go in their ear they show it like all weird and it's a fake head you can see like the wasp go in his ear Uh but it's just and starts stinging the shit out of his head or something he's all thrashing about and they pull it out with some pliers (laughs) (laughs) it's all like (laughs) when he pulls it out like it was like really loud ew I don't know. I thought that was funny. They go to the hospital, I guess, but they don't show it. And they return back from the hospital. And Bill keeps having these dreams of a redhead child that's nailing his feet to the floor. <laughs> that was funny. Like, what? So Is that like a Jesus they, nod they or never, something? They never even... That those that vision? They never explained that. Well, I guess if you were like, to think about it, like maybe it was because they were saying you are a part of this house. Because he's in the Amityville house. That's fucking stupid. He's supposed to be the guy that's going to be infected by the demon. But who's this fucking kid? I don't know. Is the kid a demon? I don't know. Why is he nailing him to the floor? I don't know. But it it is obvious now that the dollhouse has embedded itself into the family and pretty much disrupted everyone. You know, they got the aunt who comes by and everyone doesn't want to be around each other. Aunt Marla and Jessica are talking about the house and she's like, it's magic, I think. It's magic. Aunt Marla steals one of the dolls in the house and tells Jessica to write down everything the dollhouse does. So she does throughout the rest of the movie. She's like, oh, if you stick your hand in it, it will make your hand appear inside the house or something like that. Wasn't it like in I like. Well, didn't uh, Jessica then she put her hand in the the attic door. She couldn't get the attic door. Yeah. And it kicked it away. And she wrote down like, oh, I can't. Don't touch the attic door. Rule number two. Don't be a dick head to the attic <laughs> in the dollhouse i'm stupid <laughs> uh and then it sh- there was this really fucking weird claire the mom fascinating about todd situation where she has like a masturbation session in the bathroom while Ooh. she's envisioning todd behind her Ooh. and she's interrupted by bill and she starts fucking him upstairs but she stops because she sees todd looking at him from the bathroom i'm like when are they gonna fuck like <laughs> are they just gonna finger each other and shit? exactly so then she left because she's like i have to go to the store and then she comes back. Yeah, she's all hot and bothered by it. And he, she's like staring at him while he's like playing basketball. basketball. It, it was a weird tension thing because it's like she wanted to, but then she got attitude. Yeah. I wonder if it was weird for those actors. Oh. That little masturbation scene. Well, it must have been because they didn't really act it well. Right. I don't know. The parents leave for dinner and the kids get sent to bed by Todd because he's got some plans to fuck Dana. And and Jimmy sees his dead dad again out the window and he's all waving at him like happy. Like, hey, Jimmy. As as he's digging a grave. Right. Yeah, he's like digging a fucking grave. 
But yeah, his dad comes up the stairs with the shovel trying to convince his son to kill Bill again <laughs> and that he doesn't love him if he doesn't want to do it for his dad. Like he's like, do it for me, Jimmy. You'll feel a whole lot better if you do it, Jimmy. Kill do them it. all. Yeah. Kill them all. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. At dinner, though, Bill and Claire, he talks about how he's psychic because his sister's psychic and that he didn't realize that he had these, you know, abilities and that they've been coming back to him since he's been in the house. Mm-hmm. While Todd and his girlfriend are at home trying to fuck again and Jessica is taunting the dollhouse like she's like yelling at it. I forget what she said. But anyway, Todd's girlfriend, Dana, is saying she's he's got it so good in the house and how she doesn't have a family. And then he's like, well, here, do you want me to make some drinks or something? You know, let me turn on my blender so I can't hear you while you turn on the fireplace. And she gets her fucking head (laughs) caught on fire. And she's like screaming while he's like making fucking margaritas in Margaritaville. Apparently, because he can't hear what her. Te- when you were a teenager, did you make margaritas in a blender? I mean, I was lazy. I just fucking drank is it. Is he out a of the teenager, bottle. though? Yes, because he was in high school. He was living in there. They never show him go to school. Well, no, but no, he was a teenager. Okay. I, th- I don't know. He might have been older because his dad didn't seem to mind him drinking all that much. You're right. You know I, I mean? don't know. No, I don't know. Anyway, the d- she gets her fucking head melted and and <laughs> which that part reminded me of the part in Hereditary right. where the father got set on fire. The dad, of course, goes with Dana to the hospital. She's not dead, I guess. She's just hurt really mm-hmm. bad. While Jessica blames the dollhouse, the little girl, and writes down more rules. Like Jimmy's like hiding in his room with a baseball bat, waiting for his dead dad to come out of the closet, <laughs> which was kind of funny. That was funny. Uh, the psychic aunt and uncle, they do a seance in their fucking bookshop. Their, their occult bookshop <laughs> with the fucking stupid little doll that's from the, that they, that she stole from the doll. Right. House. And they stab it. Like get so crazy. He stabs it and blood comes out and then he pulls out a murder hornet with it. Like mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was just weird. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, these are these what the fuck doesn't make sense scenes. Right. I've never seen this in another movie before. Right. Even though the story is, like I said, Crazy. tropic as fuck. Right. That's what you were like looking at me like, why? What are you talking about? It's totally tropey. I'm like, yeah, but they do weird shit like this. Yeah, they do. You're right. You're right. That's right. I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Jimmy's dad busts out the closet with an axe and he's like, I'm doing this for us, Jim. It's payback time. And Jimmy chases him into Bill's room, but then suddenly his dad just like disappears. And Jimmy goes back to the bedroom while his dead father taunts him to kill again. And he looks like more and more fucked up as he talks to the kid. Like like he goes through these different stages of decay. Mm-hmm. Like the more he's possessing Jimmy, I guess. Like a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, he looked like a zombie from the get, but he just gets no, more yeah. like there's no more hair anymore. There's like, but that's when Bill busts in the room and actually sees him. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, so he can see him. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool, actually. And then the dead dad is like, they're coming for you, Bill, and they're going to eat your soul. Eat your soul. <laughs> I was like, which I got to say that the dead dad is probably like my favorite part of this yeah, movie. Yeah, he was silly. He was he really, a silly character. It may not be the best comedy I've ever seen, but right. he's still the best part of this movie. Right. Um, He even shows himself to Claire, scaring her. Mm-hmm. He's like, glad to see I still excite you, Claire. I'm like, <laughs> so what? What the fuck? 
Because Claire, that's her ex who died and had Jimmy. And with they her. also made it seem like he like verbally abused her or something. Oh yeah, like he was like controlling. Oh, that's when the dad gets trapped in the fucking garage and the car starts and he's like dying of carbon monoxide but saved by Uncle Tobias. Right. And Jessica's upstairs while the dollhouse is spinning around like crazy. I'm so spooky. And Todd is getting earphone sound killed which is always... (laughs) Yeah, that was ridiculous. One of the worst fucking (sighs) things to do in a horror movie. Look, like I understand that if it was loud, it would hurt your eardrums. Or but they're exaggerating. But their acting was not very good for this situation. No. You no, just pull them not. off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't translate well, I guess. But if oh, I thought he couldn't pull off his headphones because remember we were watching it. and I was like, why didn't he just pull them oh, off? I'm just saying they would like, probably write it off as oh, the evil's got it in it's, there. It's but that's what I'm saying. It, it yeah. doesn't translate well to the it viewer. Did it. it did not. So anyway, Jimmy's dad is like trying to shove Jimmy in the fire at this point and says, but Claire, we're going to go to the other side. Don't worry. <laughs> it only hurts forever. <laughs> we should have said that when we took the shot. I, you know, I planned on it and I totally forgot. I forgot too. But we, we didn't do the murder hornet shot, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that's right. We didn't. So then the uncle comes to save the day and he finds a piece of cloth of the fucking dead dad on the ground and stuffs it into a the fucking uh, like a voodoo doll and then throws they throw it in the fireplace to like burn him and his legs get burned off which was kind of a cool scene <laughs> like the dead dad is just laying on the ground with no legs and it's just ash i thought that was cool yeah that was cool um but first of all how did they even know how did the uncle who's not been there the entire time one know about the fucking dead dad two no that that piece of cloth existed solely on the dead dad like it's it's because he was a psychic oh that's right you're right but they didn't again translating not well but bill and uncle the uncle look for jessica but he's been she's been taken into the attic and they figure out that the fireplace is the portal so they jump through the fucking fireplace on a whim (laughs) And I hope this works. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were saying. It would be funny if he just hit his head and laid on the fire. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Somebody turned the fire off. Jesus Christ, Bill's on fire. <laughs> I told you not to do it. I'm psychic. <laughs> anyway, they're approached by some seriously big, ridiculous looking, but kind of awesome demons, like three of them. That was a good explanation. Yeah, like, like one of them has a scythe that looks like it's from Troll 2. Right. An upright walking turd for the other one. And then a red demon with large wings. Yeah. Which was, you know, they did, uh, by the way, hodgepodge these things together. Uh-huh. They were originally going to use cardboard cutouts Ooh. to do this scene. But they, the special effects guy was like, nah, dude. Uh huh. He's like, we need to do this real. He's like, we got stuff from all these other movies that we've used that we can hodgepodge together something cool and like kind of make it work, uh-huh. you know, for cheap because they couldn't really afford to do like real million dollar budget. Yeah. Okay. Like, you guys, let's, let's just use what we have. Do we know where those other demons were from? Right. Uh, he said weird science and, uh, weird mirror, science. mirror. Weird science. They yeah. The demons. TV show. <gasps> oh, okay. Which I think was the turd one. 
Oh. And okay. then the other one was like the Mirror Mirror Witch. Oh, okay. I've something like that. that. I don't know what that is. It's Mirror Mirror 2 that he worked on. The red one looked pretty cool. The demon one with the large right. wing looked pretty cool. But they escape through the door and like <laughs> Uncle Tobias puts salt down on the ground, which then they use lasers to, to like emit this light from above <laughs> to like simulate that there's like a like god light that's keeping the demons away but one of them whips its tentacle around him and pulls him out anyway and kills uncle tobias he was like a martyr didn't he tell bill to leave he's like no, yeah you two leave i must stay here and take care of this right like he was pretty much a martyr so bill burns the dollhouse and the whole house explodes as they drive away and one of my favorite things is jimmy is like that house was not up to code bill's a great guy and all but the fact that he holds a contractor's license is kind of scary and ton's like you're right little brother you're right (laughs) and the end the end that was the end now i know you guys are thinking this is a pretty evil fucking movie and probably one of the scariest movies of all time (laughs) but really this this story is about bringing the family together sure right a mouse died you know todd's girlfriend's head got melted off (laughs) jimmy murdered his dead father which you know will cost thousands of dollars in therapist visits and his mom masturbated to her stepson but in the end the evil brought them together and you could call it fate or you maybe even call it the demon of christmas family (laughs) say what you will christina but they have a bond, and that bond cannot be broken no matter what. The end. <laughs> that was good. That's beautiful, wasn't it? That was that was great. Well, now excuse me real quick while I go load my shotgun. Okay. Bam! Bam! Hey, party popper! <laughs> Only got one family member here. Well, two. Hey, Murray. <laughs> he's, he's looking at you. Hi, baby. <laughs> He's like, you going to shoot me, daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, guys, what did you think of that movie? I would love to hear what your thoughts are on that movie. If you've seen it before, are you one of the collectors that goes goo-goo over Laserdiscs and DVDs of that $170 to $150 movie? I'm curious. Let's see how many of you have it in your collection already, because it's just one of those random movies that is hard to get for some odd reason. Probably because it's not that great, but I've seen worse in the franchise, so... Say what you will. We do have another movie that we're going to talk about that is many years into the future. (laughs) 21, to be exact. Right. Well, technically, there's a lot to the story, and I'll get into that once we talk about it. Um, But go ahead, Christine. I want you to kick it off. All right. Amityville The Awakening from 2017. A desperate single mother moves with her three children into the notorious, supposedly haunted real-life Amityville house to try and use its dark powers to cure her comatose son. Things go horribly wrong. <laughs> as you would <laughs> Always, you know, yeah. like in a horror movie. But yeah, that's not the real Amityville horror house for you guys out there who were questioning it. It's actually a really good uh, recreation, though. Oh, okay. They kind of did it, but they did it in California, so it's not in Long Island, not the original house. Oh, I, I was like, is it really? <laughs> 
tagline is every house has a history this one has a legend oh boy i think it's important to note that this is a bloom house movie and it's rated pg-13 well it's actually also a dimension film a google film a fucking like right. all these other different companies that had it because it got pushed back a couple of times mm-hmm. and they own the name so i don't know who actually wrote the story Got some information on that uh, for for that when we come up. So go ahead. Okay. It was directed and written by Frank Calhoun. Or Fun. It's a really different name. Uh, right. He's directed Maniac from 2012 and Prey from 2019. He also played as an actor. He played Jimmy in High Tension. Right. Okay. Um, this movie stars... Jennifer Jason Lee, who plays Joan, the mother, she was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, single white female, uh, Dolores Claiborne with Kathy Bates. I totally forgot about that movie. She was in The Hateful Eight, Annihilation, and that new Twin Peaks show. I always get her confused with the fucking Breakfast Club girl. Ali Sheedy. Yeah. Yeah, you get confused with her. It also stars Bella Thorne, who plays Belle. She was in The Babysitter, the movie on Netflix. Yeah. And she's also going to be in the sequel, which is coming out here soon, The Babysitter Killer Queen. And she was recently a contestant on The Masked Singer, which I've never watched that show. Mm -hmm. Also starring Cameron Monaghan, who plays James. He is in Gotham. He plays the Joker. He's also in the show Shameless, mm-hmm. and he was also in Click with Adam Sandler. Oh. Yeah. Also starring McKenna Grace, who plays Julia, the little sister. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, wasn't really in the movie, but it's I want to mention her because she was in I, Tonya. She played the younger Tonya Harding. Right. And then she was in Annabelle Comes Home, and she was in that home movie Princess Bride thing, that quarantine thing. And she was also in Captain Marvel. Sabrina, the teenage witch, the newer one, and okay. she was in the ha- the haunting of Hill House. So she's been in a lot of horror movies, okay, or horror stuff, you know. Oh, I don't know what the budget is for this movie. Well, it's a good thing because I do. <laughs> <laughs> Not either. <laughs> Thing, well, it's it's really hard to understand how much they paid for the budget, but it also is even more hard to understand how much money it made. There are some reports that it made seven hundred and seventy-six thousand. Then there's other reports that it made seventy-six million or some shit like that or something uh, worldwide. And I'm like, the budget's wrong on that, so I don't know. But it is really confusing because the movie had several failed theatrical release dates including, and stick with me here, January 27th, 2012. 2012? That was when the movie was supposed to be released. It also what? was supposed to be released then on January 3rd, 2014. Now, I'm going I'm to list all these off, so you just, just bear with me. It also it was supposed to release on January 3rd, 2014, January 2nd, 2015, April 15th, 2016, oh April 1st, 2016, January 6th, 2017, and June 30th, 2017. The film was finally given a limited theatrical release on October 28th, 2017, before the eventual Blu-ray and DVD release on November 14th. Oh, my God. So if you knew where to follow along with that, and for all of you who think the New Mutants has has had it worse, suck a dick. (laughs) Amityville beat them to the punch. That is pretty bad. I would say that, obviously, the New Mutants is pretty anticipated. Right, right. This is not. This was not. (laughs) 
I don't even remember this movie coming out. Yeah, do you? I do. Yeah, because Kyle did a review of it. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, that's why. Well, what did you think of this movie? Well, Christina, I'm so glad that you asked. Yes, Alex. I might have a thing or two to say about it. Oh, great. So this movie... No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> So it's definitely a more serious movie or modern take on the franchise. It's it's also very meta in the way that it approaches it to because it exists in the world where the DeFeos died, but also where the movies exist in the world, too. So reality. And in fact, they also talk about three movies in the Amityville franchise during this entire movie. Mm-hmm. So which is cool, but also kind of like, yeah, <laughs> OK. Uh, the story of a kid in a coma that is possessed by evil isn't necessarily new here either. First movie that comes to mind is obviously Exorcist 3. There's probably others where a whole ward of patients who were who weren't all there were being possessed by evil, which is cool and definitely makes sense if you think about it as like, you know, they're halfway to dead or whatever you want to consider it. So their souls are weaker or something because they're not all there. You know, um, I don't know, but it's kind of interesting that they do that in The Exorcist 3 as they do here. They do a decent job here in the movie with that, but in the end of the movie, it does become a little off and tropey and kind of meh. Obviously, the biggest trope is a family moves into an evil house, but in the franchise, there are less than half in the house anyway. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the few one of the four out of the nine that we've watched or right. 10 technically if you count the remake or is it nine with the remake dollhouse is eight remake no, is nine it's 10 with the remake yeah so yeah so yeah that's what i'm saying nine is the remake and 10 is this this one mm-hmm. uh but yeah like they've all been you know objects after that or mm-hmm. some other dumb shit that they decided to do or in a completely different house or whatever so I don't know. I think they did a decent job here. The acting is pretty decent for the most part. And then they have a real cast, too, like with real famous actors. Like all of them. All of them. I was kind of excited when we first started watching. it. I was like, okay, so, okay, maybe this is a little bit different. We've been thrown fucking hard against the schlock wall and getting fucked and railed up against the side of it. Like hard for like, (laughs) yeah, how many episodes now? Like too many. But. I don't know. They treated it right off in the beginning. You also have Red from the 70s show in it. Another 70s tie-in again with the franchise. Mm -hmm. Somehow. I don't know why. He plays a doctor in it. Isn't that great? He's just kind of there. Yeah. He does his role. But there are some decent scenes with a lot of jump scares thrown in. So if you're not into that, we'll understand because even we were starting to count how many jump scares there were after the third or fourth one because they happened within like 10 minutes. Right. We were telling him. Yeah. And I really wish I could have seen the uncut version of this movie as this was hacked down to PG-13 from like a rated R version. Ugh. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit more later, but mostly just dream sequences, I think, were cut. The twist in this film is also kind of weird because it doesn't make much sense. It all kind of revolves around why they moved to that house to begin with. But I'm not going to spoil it for you there. You'll know it when you see it. Just kind of eh. The end is pretty silly, too, and a sort of a realistic spin to the nonsense after, which was all right, even if it was pretty obvious. The third act is where the problems really begin, I think. The most, like, the most, like, cluster of problems. And the first two acts have less problems unless you count all the jump scares. Mm -hmm. There was atmosphere there, though, that I really liked. 
Me too. Overall, I think it's just an average to maybe above average for some people. Um, I'd give it probably a five on the nose. Mm-hmm. I like some of the atmosphere and the modern not so schlock feel of it, but I don't know. It just kind of loses it. And I'm wondering, yeah, you know, they hacked off 13 minutes of footage that was edited out of the original 100 minute rated R cut. Ooh, I would I would like to see that. So and I, it's got to exist out there, too. Plus, you're going to be blown away with what with the, why this movie got delayed so much. Oh, I don't even know why. I can't wait. I don't think it's as bad as, you know, most in the franchise. So right. There's that. What about you? Now, me, I'm a little bit different here because I went into this. I'm sick of these fucking movies. <laughs> I didn't want to watch this. Well, you say that, but you say it in a dear, like endearing way because you've enjoyed them. Well, I've had fun, but not like yeah. with other movies. You're not blown away. I'm yeah. not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm literally sick of these fucking movies. Well, you I'm wouldn't think that they would be ten out of tens, right? Like you didn't think no. that. Okay. No, well, but this one. Got your panties this, wet. This. <laughs> shut up! There's a horror in the house. <laughs> There's some whores in the house. There's some whores in the house. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I was really, um, I really liked this movie. Mm. I do agree with you about it kind of losing its steam about the third act and yeah. it kind of gets silly. But I honestly liked this. This is probably my favorite one <sighs> out of the whole series. You know what? The concept. More than the remake? Yes, from what I remember. What? I didn't. I haven't watched the remake in a while. But anyway, oh listen God. to me. Listen to me. Hold on, this... I gotta load the shotgun. <laughs> Hold on, I have a good point to make. Okay, okay go, please do. The cause... concept of this movie reminded me of the town that dreaded sundown. Because of the madness, you think that's that clever? not clever but i liked it in terms of it's topical it's like I birthday think, candles on a birthday cake oh, you don't need the candles you, you just know that me? they're there shut the fuck up and listen to me <laughs> so i think of like my nieces and nephews like ha- like they would not like the original movie right right but you're not so 12 you, or 13 i'm not but in order for this story to carry on I think this movie is a good way for this Amityville to continue on. All right. Okay, does that make sense, you fucking asshole? I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that you like this more than everything in the franchise. I I like this more than than all the nine, well, the nine movies we watched. I really like this movie. I enjoyed watching it. Now, don't get me wrong. It had this standard jump scare, Bloomhouse shit. Okay. And like you said, it got a little too twisty at the end. Okay. Even his body. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) But I still liked it. Like the whole coma thing. Like it was like sinister. Like they totally yanked that from that movie but hold on, you I'm still la- no I'm laughing about the I'm laughing about the fucking twisty part <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny that's fucked up I like the acting the acting was cool I okay whatever I gave this a 7 out of 10 oh my god dude I really liked watching this because <sighs> I, I liked seeing what they did I feel with like- it and it was in the fucking house Alex right it was Neat. in the Amityville house it so, wasn't a fucking dollhouse. It wasn't a clock. It wasn't a mirror. Okay, so all you need to be a good movie is be in the house, <laughs> be modern day, and yeah, 
for an for an that's pretty much it. movie for an Anvil movie, and you need to kill your family. Right. Well, that's it's in every family, just about in these franchises. And the, well, they didn't all die. I'm just saying, like that's right, it's it intention. A, yeah, yeah. No. Yes. For an Amityville movie, those are the steps that you need to take to get a seven out of ten from Christina. I didn't think it was that good. I did. I was like, eh. I was like interested in buying it. Like when we first started watching it. Oh, I want to buy it now. I, I totally mean, want to buy it now. That can come out of yours because I don't. <laughs> but I am dying to hear about why this movie got delayed for so long, which I kind of. Well, understand. I don't know exact reasons why, but there I can tell you sort of. I could give you like pieces as to why. Okay, I'm ready. Um, there's like. Okay, so guys, before we get to that, tell us what you think in the comments section down below or any of our posts anywhere, including this episode post on longlivethevoid.com. You can always subscribe and write in there if you need or anything like that. Or you can write on YouTube or wherever you listen. Just do it there. Mm -hmm. Now. Right now. With your little <laughs> fingers on the typewriter. Your little sausage fingers. <laughs> sausage fingers. <laughs> on, the ty on the typewriter. Yeah. Anyway, but if you don't want anything spoiled... You can rent this movie, I think, on YouTube. I got it for free back in, like, 2017. Like, like when it came out because they were desperate. They I don't like, know. Like, they couldn't get people to watch it and everything like that. Plus, a lot of people lost faith in this film because, you know, it had such a troubled release. And I think it actually got more attention because it kept getting so much notoriety around the fact that it wouldn't get released over five years. It must be that curse. That Probably, curse. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so if you don't want anything spoiled... This is your warning. So, James, first off, I want to tell you, do you know what his condition was? Do you know how it happened? Um, uh, It happened because he fell out a window. He got put thrown out a window. James suffered a traumatic head injury after falling off a balcony during a fight with some guy, quote unquote, who posted intimate pictures of Bella online without her permission. What an asshole. So trauma induced into a coma and he was put into a vegetative state, which basically is like suspension of thought. So he's pretty much dead. Right. He's dead. That's why there's this back and forth with the mom throughout the whole fucking movie, like whether he's alive or not. Right. Really, she's just keeping him alive for, for her, her own, own personal sanity. interest. Yeah. But you find out later that he was in there, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, yeah but we talk we'll about kind it. of. Well, he has to be if they're. Thank you. <laughs> stupid. It was stupid. Anyway, the film was also initially conceived as a separate film entitled Amityville, The Lost Tapes. The tapes? Yeah, The Lost Tapes. How? The Dimension Films and Blumhouse Productions were to co-produce the film together with a screenplay by Casey LaScala and Daniel Ferrans, and it was to be a found footage film in the style of LaScala and Blumhouse highly successful paranormal activity. No, that wouldn't have worked. I think it could have. I don't think it could have. I think it could have been fine. I, I don't think, think that so. <laughs> I think that wasn't too bad of an idea. I mean, the, the, the fucking franchise has already taken a huge, like, what, what could you do wrong in the franchise at this point in time? Like, you well, can't. Well, that's true. Anyway, the plot involved an ambitious female television news intern on the verge of breaking the most famous haunted house case in the world who leads a team of journalists and clergymen and paranormal researchers into an investigation of the bizarre events that will become to known as the Amityville Horror, only to unwittingly open a door to the unreal that she may never be able to close. So the hell house, but at the Amityville house. <laughs> 
What do you mean, the Hell House? The, it sounds like that's the concept for the Hell House movie. Was it? They that's weren't investing. Like no, it. the Hell House TV show that was on Netflix? No, Hell House, the found footage movie. Oh, LLC. Yeah, Hell House LLC. Sorry. Yeah, isn't that it what it's called? Something like that. I thought if I just said Hell House, you'd get it. But I was thinking of the movie The Haunting of Hell House. Hill, Hill House. House. That's Hill what I was House. thinking. Yeah, Hill and Hell are different, Alex. So anyway, I think I think it would have been a good idea to do a, a found footage. I'm sure everybody who hates found footage is probably cutting their arms and their legs and shit right now, freaking out over it. But I like found footage, and I would have liked to see and this. And you should watch Host, because it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I liked Host. I did a review on it. You did do a review anyway, on YouTube. So apparently, after a bunch of multiple delays, they rewrote it and then shot an entirely new movie. So this is part of the reason why it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. So they had a trailer for like three years, but wow. they had a different script before that. Every time. Yeah. Pretty sure. Weird. I don't know. I think that I really would like to see them do the Lost Tapes version. But there is a movie called The Lost Tapes or something like that, I think. I, I can't. Yeah. It's a found footage movie and you shouldn't, you shouldn't rip that off. Oh. Anyway. But yeah, that's it for the trivia. And I know I skipped the trivia in the last movie, but whatever. It's fine. There's I was trying to do it for deal. time, yeah. It wasn't that great. <laughs> um, So we're going to go over some of the parts in the movie here and uh, some of the scenes. So if you want to jump to the end and see what our tallies are and everything like that, but we can kind of go over some of the fun stuff that's in this movie that we actually liked or didn't like uh, if you have or have not seen this movie. So here's your warning for that, but... So the movie starts off with the original story of the DeFeos in 1974. It's like news footage from a lot of the people, but they intercut the footage with a different person than Robert DeFeo. Right. And you could tell, and I was like, immediately totally. was like, oh, they're going to use this guy in some flashback scene. It was. It reminded me of the flashback scenes from Dr. Sleep from The Shining. Right. Like that shit. Yeah. Well, he, he doesn't look anything like Robert DeFeo. Not at all. Uh, I looked up the picture to remind myself, oh. and I was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't look like him at all. We'll just put a guy in a beard. No one will know the difference. Yeah, that's pretty much what they did. They were like, <laughs> yeah, hey, let's totally. put this like thin-haired guy with long hair and put him like in. This hipster guy will work. It didn't. I don't know. But uh, the family moves into the house, the Amityville house, or the set. Of right. the Amityville house. It was pretty uh, good. I thought it was pretty good. There's a twin sister and her brother who's in a coma, plus a single mom and her younger sister. So there's like, you know, big family. They're, you know, she, she's no divorced, dad. no yeah. dad. Um, one night, the brother downstairs is like flatlining in front of them. And keep in mind, he's been like this in a long vegetative state for many, many years. Right. Um, so they're used to this happening. Right. And his body is suffering suffering from atrophy, which I think was further elaborated on with paint and uh, effects makeup. Right. Like and, his rib cage. Right. Which is really. And he looked like Zelda from Pet Cemetery. It did. Again, it did I did get some Pet, pet Cemetery vibes. Another Pet Cemetery reference. It felt like it. I don't well, know yeah, that that was like what it. they were trying to do. But if you think about it, that movie. Zelda was one of the scariest things of that movie. So I'm sure there had to have been because he really looked like her. Well, maybe it was the same disease or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Right, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think anyway. it was directly a, a nod. 
I think that they were just doing it as a coma patient and they did it how they needed to do it. And they wanted to make him look more sickly and like atrophied and like his skin decolored and stuff because your skin does get decolored. Like, do you have to like bruise? You you like get sores, bed sores and shit like that from laying on the bed. And I got to say, he did a good damn job. I this is why he's a good actor. He did a good damn job at that part. I think so. Yeah. But after a flat line and the mom and the daughter are fighting because, you know, she thinks she should have let him go years ago because it's too painful for her. Well, and, then, and they're twins and she can yeah. sense he's not there anymore. She can sense that he's not there and that's that plays into something later on. Uh, but he opens his eyes all of a sudden. And that immediately I was like, oh, obviously the evils replaced him. Right. I thought, but they kind of make it different at the end because like it was like he was there was two people in there. Right. Fighting. Yeah. But it was obvious that the evil obviously it was the evil because he was progressing he was getting better like so fast right it was fixing him because they needed to use him right yeah it was probably puppeteering him right um well there's a one scene which is really kind of ridiculous where he's like lays on a wall and gets all this energy from the wall the red room the red room they find the red room but yeah, there, there was this really weird scene, by the way, where he like lays on the wall and sucks up all the power from the evil to get better. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cheesy uh, from the that red was, room. That was that was cheesy. Um, it's it cool cheesy. that that's it's like on paper that seems like a cool idea, but making it work visually is it wasn't Ooh. it wasn't as subtle as it needed to be. Mm-hmm. It was a little too ham fisted, in my opinion. Yeah. So, but anyway, the sister is bothered by people at school for unknowingly living in the same house. She doesn't even realize that this is the Amityville house because she's young. She doesn't know what the fuck that is. And she starts researching it and is constantly bothered by another kid in town who knows all about it. He even offers her a copy of the original movie on DVD, <laughs> DVD. <laughs> which she walks away from him on. And then he introduces her to another friend who's a girl. And he suggests that they all watch th- one of the Amityville movies in the Amityville house at 315, which is that fateful time that the Robert DeFeo went up to the attic and, and got crazy and grabbed a shotgun and killed everybody. Mm-hmm. It's been in multiple different. Uh, well, I think it was in the first and second, and then the remake. That's the only ones that, that took right. the 315 into account. Although I, there might have been one that they did it as a nod, but not right. like part of the like story. Time's up or something. Something, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy how meta it is, though, that they, they mentioned the first and second movie and the remake. And he's like, he's like, okay, so we got the first one, which is about, <laughs> you know, this family getting haunted by this, you know, thing. And the second one is actually a prequel, which it is. Uh-huh. That's the DeFeo family, although they name him something else, which uh-huh. doesn't make any which sense to me. Sense. Uh, and then he's like, then we got the remake. And she was like, well, fuck the remake. I don't want the remake. <laughs> and he was like, you're right. It's shit. Yeah, and I'm re- like, they were like, remake suck. Or yeah, something. but you know what? The remake isn't that bad. Like, it's not great. It's just not bad. I don't remember it. 
I think it's better than this movie. But I think they were just saying it was bad because technically this is kind of a remake. Right. I forget what he said, but he was like something kind of cheesy about that. Right. And I don't know. But there is also that's kind of appealing to horror fans, you know, to see that in there, which, of course, I'm sure they did as some sort of nod to fans of the franchise, because mostly only horror fans right. really no. would watch a movie like this anyway. But this is why I think it reminded me that particular scene is this the town that dreaded sundown because of the menace yeah. yeah i know okay i understand just making sure that's all um you mean the remake of yeah uh, yeah. yeah the remake of course well it's it not was, a remake it's a pr- it's pr- a sequel a sequel but yeah. it was still good yeah it was a good sequel um but then they're watching the movie the lights go out like clockwork 315 they go down to the basement and the mom greets them with a fucking shotgun <laughs> And she's complaining about the daughter showing off her brother James as some sort of freak show. Like, really, mom? Apparently, his blankets were yanked off of him and she was blaming her. But Mm -hmm. she didn't do it. It was him. Right. Because he's moving about. No, I think it was the evil. Right. (laughs) And then the doctor, Red, from that 70s show, comes over (laughs) to do tests on his brain to see if there's any activity. And he's shocked to find out that he's actually responding and the mom faints in front of him as if she's being drained by the entity or some dumb shit. And then he just like packs up and books it. He's like, fuck this shit. And like, leaves. well, you missed a part because like he didn't just pack it up and leave. He like instantly the doctor moves his body and finds maggots under his fucking back. Oh, right. Like right. he's been rotting. That's what made him. And leave. then flies come out of that maggots and into his mouth like they fly into his mouth Mm -hmm. and even bell sees him acting crazy but there's no flies he's only envisioning him and the flies are from the original movie too right right they're definitely trying to make nod back to like essentially this is the this can belong into the first and second film right that's why they only bring that in the remake up is because that's pretty much the only movies that deal with the amityville house right 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 but the little sister is in her room and she sees the closet door open up and her brother calls this was kind of creepy this was a creepy part kind of a jump scare but she's like, where are you? And he goes, she goes into the fucking closet and the door slams behind her and he's all hunched over with red eyes like a rat. <laughs> and he's got sharp teeth and he's like hissing at her. Like, and, she, and she screams. Ah, ah, don't <laughs> but, eat me. But this is the confusing thing to me here is that, okay, so then the sister all of a sudden goes looking for her sister and she can't, she even goes in a room and she's not screaming anymore and she can't find her. Mm-hmm. And then she goes downstairs and her brother's not there and then she wakes up from a fucking dream. And everything's fine. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, it was Wait, did, what, did, did the little girl just get fucking uh, scared by him or was that in her mind? Right, or was it a dream? Like, I don't know what's going on. You're right. This is where it gets kind of twisted. No, that's what happened. She goes downstairs in the dream and she sees James getting breastfed by her mother. Oh yeah, that was disgusting. But what they didn't they didn't show it, and I'm sure That's the cut. I, I'm that's sure Monaghan was sucking on some teat right there. Yeah. Totally. I'm pretty totally. sure. Yeah. Because he had totally. his hand and his whole arm on her right, back. Right, and his head was kind of where it and then, would be. Then her, she, uh, she turns and looks and just kind of smiles wickedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that breast milk has got to be old, too. 
I mean, it's been in there for a while. It's like a pus. Well, I mean, her youngest isn't that old. Jesus, Alex, calm down. <laughs> just being silly. Shit, right? she might be breastfeeding the little girls too. Like, whoa, whoa. Just, it was confusing to me though that she woke up from this dream after all that happened because I was like, oh, cool, stuff's actually happening. Wait, it didn't. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing. Belle's friends uh, help her research her condition, the the brother's condition. And the one friend says, like, look, he's possessed. Have you not figured that out by now? Right. (laughs) It's the house. And she's like, "Okay, you're really into this stuff. But like, come on. And he's like, well, look, here's the layout of your house, by the way. Stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Like, here's the layout of your house. And here's your bedroom where you put all your panties and your... (laughs) Jesus. But it was like, here's the red room and here's where your brother is. It's right over the red room where the thing in the basement is. And and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I I thought that was a little neat little touch that they added because they didn't make it obscenely obvious. Right. You know, because you don't really know the layout of the house or whatever. But she's like, well... How am I going to figure this out? You know, and she's like, you know, how am I going to figure out that he's possessed and prove it to my mom? And she was like, well, why don't you ask him? Because he's been using this monitor where he looks at the buttons and it recognizes the eye movement where he's looking Mm -hmm. to pick the letters on the screen, I think. Mm -hmm. And so if he stares at something for a long period of time, it clicks on it. I'm pretty sure it's an eye tracking device for coma people, like people who are coming out of stuff and are paralyzed. Oh, okay. And can't speak and shit. So I think it's a real thing. But he, he, she asks him if there's any, someone else in there with him. And he says yes. And to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, all right, cool. Let's unplug him and shit. Like, and he, and she pulls out his breathing tube and tells, uh, and then he's like, get out, get out. It's trying to save me. Mm-hmm. And it demon grabs her head. And they're like, you're going to be the one that dies. <laughs> it's like something like that. And then the mom finds out that she tried to kill them, kill him. And then she slaps her. Yeah, she slaps her hard or whatever. Yeah. She's like, you've always wanted him dead. You know, and then uh, then he starts breathing on his own. Right. And he lives because of the evil. Because the evil. Evil. Yeah. So Bell breaks into the basement during this time uh, where he tells his mom, so like she tries to manipulate the whole situation. And so she types on the screen, walk outside. Trying to get him. Out. There's a circle outside of salt. Yeah. To get the salt again. Well, no, she was just trying to get him out of the house so she could break into the basement of the red room. Oh, yeah, that too. But there is a ring of salt around the house that they mentioned early on, obviously foreshadowing what's going to happen at the end of the movie. But she breaks into the red room and there's like, you know, kill them all on the wall and like red paint. And it seems like Amityville stuff. Wouldn't you clean that up? Like, where's this water coming from? Wouldn't you clean it up, paint it, like fix it? No, because the evil. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, whoever lived there would have obviously fixed that shit by now. Right. Well, they they boarded it up paint use salt paint or something maybe you know? they tried and maybe the evil just went through it i don't know there's a there's another scene where she just tells her mom that she thinks that he's possessed mm-hmm. and about the red room and she's like honey i know about the red room okay i know about it all why do you think we moved here and she's like what <laughs> what the fuck so i i stopped believing in god because he he didn't help us yeah god gave up on him so then i gave up on god and moved to this house to bring him back and make him better he won't kill us all he wouldn't do that to us <laughs> yeah like evil has yeah, a, a control fuck? over him bitch like what are you thinking yeah, so her, her logical thinking here is really weird like i can almost see that somebody would have like 
thought, oh, I could bring him back somehow. Mm-hmm. But well, then they would instantly, re- you know, like it's again anything it's, weird starts happening then they would be like no 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 i don't know because it, again it's like that pet cemetery shit if you're a parent and you lose a child what lengths would you go i don't want to be buried what in a risk? pet cemetery <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i just think it's kind of weird i thought it was kind of like i mean it was cool to know that that she intentionally moved there you kind of knew but i feel you like the mom should have been more wicked Right. Than she was to lead up to that part. Well, I mean, she was ignoring her daughters and slapping them. And I mean, she was kind. Of, she was evil. Maybe they just didn't project it as much as they I should. guess. So Bell Bell's evil. like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here. I can't even control this situation." Tries to escape. Her mom like butts her in the head with a fucking shotgun as she's trying to get mm-hmm. out. And then she comes down after and her family and everyone are all having dinner together. And she's like freaked out because she sees her brother and he's acting normal and being totally normal. But it's another fucking Fucking dream. Yeah, that was stupid. Stupid. This is why you don't give it a seven because of shit like that. I I don't care. I still liked it. I'm saying it was stupid. But honestly, but she wakes up this time for real at 315. That was important Mm -hmm. when she wakes up from the dream. She woke up from the dream. And so does Jimmy at the same time. Mm -hmm. 315. And he's all cracking and his atrophied arms and everything are like cracking as he's walking to the basement to get the power from the red wall in the (laughs) red room. Like, please. That was stupid. That's why I'd say it's average. That's stupid. It might have it might have above average things in it, but it balanced out with all the dumb shit out of all these other fucked movies. I don't know him fucking digging it evil hump fucking the wall to fucking back to normal is kind of (laughs) weird. It's like kind of cool because it's like pulsating and as he slinks down to the bath to the basement and shit. But then it's shotgun time. Yeah. It's it's Amityville party popper time right now. Yeah, let's get it on. It's time. It's time for the shotgun shells. Shots. (laughs) He pumps one into the mom's sister who comes over to the house late at night for some reason. I don't know if it's her sister or nurse. We couldn't figure that out. Oh, it is his sister. Because they (laughs) said at the end that they killed the aunt. Oh, okay. They killed the aunt. It was her sister. It was her mom's sister. Yeah, it it was the mom's sister. Okay. Then he goes into the little girl's room to shoot her, but it's just the pillows, of course, because Belle and her sister are trying to run around uh, to get away from him. Because they're so tricky. And then he heads into the mom's room and shoots her in the stomach, and who suddenly has a change of heart and tries to hold up a cross to him, by the way. And he's like, (laughs) she's like, damn you to hell. He's like, too late. <laughs> I was like, good one, Jimmy. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> old slinky boy here. Bam! Bam! Old, old crickly crack. Crickly crickly. <laughs> <laughs> old crickly crack Jimmy coming out there with the good joke. <laughs> See, this is like, now that I'm breaking it down, and it sounds even more silly. You know what I mean? Like, right. Old Crackle Cracks is going down to the red room to suck up the evil hump, dry hump in the wall. Dry hump. Uh, Crackle Cracks throwing out jokes. You're giving me laughter cramps. <laughs> uh, anyway, Belle and his little sister, Belle and the little sisters, they, they, they try to get out. And as they're about to, the dead dog shows up and it's alive. 
and Bell stabs it to death like fucking brutal uh, brutally stabs it he was a hellhound dude she's covered in blood right and it is a hellhound but even still like she is fucking violent Mm -hmm. and uh, then the little sister somehow like she's like run and she runs into jimmy of course while she's the other sister's stabbing the dog right why wouldn't she and he had there's this whole scene where he like tucks her into bed and he was like now turn over i want to play a little game why don't you turn over? And I'm like, ew. Ew, yeah. Was and weird. Second of all, you can tell the, the little girl did a really good job here. I really she think she did because she looked really concerned about the situation and she knew something bad was going to happen, but she was too scared to, to not play along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is like really well done. I thought she did a really good job. Well, she is an accomplished actress. Yeah. Well, she became big after this. Right. right? She, she did. Well, she technically recorded it before. Yeah, before she was big. <laughs> right. But he's about to kill her. And Belle comes in and says, stop. And he's all like, you wouldn't hurt your brother. Like, hurt you with what? Did oh she have a God. knife? Yeah. I, I don't remember. You wouldn't hurt your brother. And she's like, you are my brother. And charges <laughs> him out the window. Out one of the fucking eyeball windows of the Amityville house. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks off the fucking balcony and then falls onto the ground. And then she she's like laying on the ground with him. And he's like, oh, oh I'm free. Oh, my God. Save me or whatever the fuck. And then he falls on the ground and he's all like, uh, I'm dying. I love you. I forget what he says. He's like he tries to trick her with like the typical sad sob story. But she's like, fuck you. You're not him. (laughs) I played along, too. And then drags him across the fucking salt line. Right. And then his body. The cool thing was is his body like crinkle cracks back. (laughs) Crinkly crackly. Old Jimmy crinkle cracks. Just crinkle cracks back into his little ball. (laughs) (laughs) We need to hurry up. I have to pee. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, old Crackle Cracks, he's back and he says, thank you. And then, of course, the one thing the movie does right is it blames the sister. Yep. For all the murders in the house. She, yep. She murdered everybody. Right. That, and they're but, like, it's true. the house again. And it's like the house. And like, why would they believe her? But in the same right. regard, they can't prove it because right. it had his hand prints on the gun. Right. But the doctor said he, he wasn't physically physically able yeah but it doesn't make sense that he would vie he would be the one talking about it when he had a vision of fucking maggots and flies flying in his mouth but on paper as fact like they had to blame the sister and i appreciate this movie oh no no i do too that's what i'm saying like you always like we i think one of the movies we did i was like talking about it i'm like yeah they would uh, you know what everyone thinks about that like you know there's always the burning house down but everybody's dead like all the bad people are dead and they shot the like evil and it's like well you also just murdered people because no one's gonna believe a demon story yeah especially the cops because (laughs) the cops are lazy oh my god Jesus. <laughs> You're killing me, Christina. <laughs> Good. Anyway, I think this is a silly fucking movie, and I think giving it a five is almost too high. I don't. Uh, this was the best Amityville movie out of the whole fucking thing that I've seen so far. But I don't remember the remake, and I haven't seen Amityville Island. I don't know. But I'm sure it's better than that. Uh, Do you want to break down 
our movies. I don't know if anybody's going to fucking agree with me on my list here, but... Well, no one's going to agree with me, but I don't give a fuck. Suck my dick. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, like, because, like, this one, I didn't write it down, so I have to, like, oh, yeah, put it into the... It in. This was, like, part 10 or 9, technically. Nine. I have Because you don't movies. count the remake, right? I didn't count the remake because I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. So I didn't count it, but all right. So you do your order, and I'll okay. do mine. So Amityville: The Awakening was my favorite. The Awakening is your number one movie. Is my number off a one franchise that is based on one nine. fucking movie, Christina. And the number two uh. is the original. Number three is Amityville Two. My number four is Amityville Three D. Uh, number five is Amityville nineteen ninety two. It's about time. Number six is The Evil Escapes. Number seven is Dollhouse. Number eight is A New Generation. That was fucking bad. And my least favorite Amityville movie is The Amityville Curse from 1990. It was horrible. Hmm. Horrible. Horrible. Anyway, that's my that's my countdown. The final countdown. All right. Well, I disagree with every fiber of my being. Well, that's good. I don't give a fuck. What is yours? <laughs> What's your favorite? So my um, number one is the original Amityville Horror for the, the number right. one movie. Right. Done. Second favorite. It's really close because I like the remake, but I didn't watch it to score it. Right. So I'm like. So we can't put it in there then. I like the remake, though. I think it's a good remake. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it's a great movie. I just think it's better than all the other shit we've seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. and it's not, it's done, it's played straight. Right. And I think he did a good job on it. Uh, my second one, which was the tiebreaker almost, is Amityville 2, the second one. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Which is the prequel. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I kind of like that one. It's dark. It's got, it's long. And there's, it's other than the Pee Wee House Playhouse, like shit going on <laughs> in the movie. It's it's actually kind of good and it gets and it goes somewhere and it goes further and further and further and the sister and the brother and all this other crazy shit are pretty wild. Right. Uh, my my fourth one is Amityville. It's about time, which is number six. That one was really good. I thought it was entertaining. I, I enjoy it. If I was to go in this order, I'd be happy. Mm -hmm. um, I have the Amityville. The evil escapes as um my number five but that's that's actually number four in the franchise <laughs> uh the the amityville the awakening which is the ninth film in the franchise is um my next one i liked it slightly more than amityville dollhouse right which is next <laughs> <laughs> and then amityville 3d i didn't like that one at all really See, i really like that I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it, so... Oh, that's probably why I've seen it recently. It could be. It could beat Dollhouse by a little, but I don't know. It's been a while. I thought it was bad. Then Amityville Curse is the worst movie in the franchise, hands down. Well, I'm glad we agree on something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mine. So Amityville, the original, the remake, part two, part six, part four, part nine, part eight, part three, and part five. So... Can we never talk about Amityville? Well, we have one more question oh. that someone asked me, and it was uh, Josh Hetner. Yeah. He had said, do you think this is worse than the Howling franchise? And you didn't get to see all of the movies no, in the Howling but, franchise. 
No, I would say no. This I would is say no as well. Yeah, no. This Fuck is no. a. It beats it. It's close. It's not that close. Uh, it definitely the Howling franchise is. Even though the first movie is probably is probably one of the better films, uh, the Howling is is almost in competition with American Werewolf. But I think American Werewolf is the better movie, especially mm-hmm. for the practical effects. Mm-hmm. Both are practical effects heavy laden movies, but I think the story in American Werewolf is better. Yeah. So, but Howling, the first Howling is the best, obviously. And I've gone through all the whole franchise with that, but I would say the Howling franchise is pretty bad. Right. And it may be even worse. We'll have to see than Children of the Corn. I don't know. We'll have to see that one next, too. Sometime. I don't even remember that movie. I've been buying them all just so we can watch them. Okay. Well, we'll have to start it in a few months. Yeah, maybe. We need to ease off. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we need to get off the franchise thing because we're going to do some new movies, some ones that are, well, not new, but ones that we need to review. So probably next week we're going to do Gutter Balls. Okay. And Old Dracula. Oh, Oh, God. So it's just a grab bag of stuff. You know, my birthday is coming up. Yeah, and you can pick the movies that you want to watch for that episode. Can we do some hagsploitation? Hag? Hagsploitation. It's old women movies. What What are we going to do? Whatever happened to Baby Jane. Oh, okay, yeah. I've never done that. And the the pseudo-sequel, Hush Hush something. Hush Hush Down. Because that that chick just died, the Olivia wait, from wait, wait, Gone wait. with the Wind. She was in the sequel. Wait, with there sorry. was a sequel. I didn't even know. Uh, well, it's, is it a it's horror a, movie? It's a sequel. It is a horror movie. That's why it's called Hagsploitation. Hag. It hag. Hmm. Okay. Trust me, Alex, and you're gonna get into this, and you are gonna get into a hole. <laughs> it's your birthday. I'm not yes, gonna fucking we're argue. gonna do. We're gonna do whatever happened to Baby Jane with Joan Crawford and. What the fuck was her name? Well, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, we'll do that for your birthday. But yeah, next yes. week, just to be clear, Gutterballs and Old Dracula. Okay. Gutterballs uh, is an unearthed film that I got from MVD Entertainment uh, Group. Vinegar oh. Syndrome also s- sent out to us. Old Dracula, which has just come out, uh, that you can pick up. So both of these movies you can pick up from one from v- MVD Entertainment. You can pick up Gutterballs. And the next one you can get Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, if you want to pick up the physical copies, uh, we'll do the reviews of those next week. So it'll be a different little weird mixed bag because one of them is 2008. One of them is 1973. That's a weird bag. Yeah, but at least it'll be so different than than we. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like we won't know what to fucking do. Oh, God, I hope they're good. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some mixed things about oh, no, let's uh, not, gutter let's balls, not. Okay. but okay. Uh, we'll find out, guys. Thank you so much for spending this extra little bit of time with us this week. I know this is a little bit of a longer episode, but thank Deal you, guys. We, we really enjoy this time with you. So have a great fucking rest of the week. Please stay safe out there. And as always, long live the void. Happy anniversary. Woo! to be